Welcome to the Gridiron Guide with your boy, the Fantasy G. What up, though? It's A2. What's happening? Here we are, y'all. We're about the halfway point of the season. We got week 10 upon us. Actually, week 10 started yesterday. We're recording this Friday afternoon. Um, but, you know, it's been a good year. So let's uh, let's start you off real quick with uh, the Objectively Podcast. Shout out to them. That's our parent podcast, the Objectively Podcast. Find us on under their Spotify. Um, the object, the, ooh, ooh, I messed this up. I should have it down by now. The <laughs> podcast that nobody asks for, but everybody wants with Ben and Matt, the Objectively Podcast. Who? And uh, the, as always, don't forget to follow our social media accounts. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are two most popular ones. The Gridiron Guide. Follow us. We post live up to the minute posts so we reply we interact with our fans so definitely anytime feel free to give us a shout out on social media um message us whatever you need to holler at us let us know how we're doing if you think we're trash tell us we're trash if you love us <laughs> tell us we want to hear it so exactly exactly we um, something new our website now to the gridironguide.com uh we're starting to post a lot of stuff we're kind of posting our raver picks on there now instead of uh our Tuesday recording, so be sure to check out our website, thegridironguide.com. Yep, thegridironguide.com. something else to share? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so um, obviously, you know, some things will be changing throughout the year, but this is something new we're going to add is uh, um, you will now have a chance to uh, listen to us record our podcast live, uh, if you do so, please. It's going to be over on the Podbean platform. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll create a post to sh- uh, show people how they can join us on there, but um yeah so that's a cool little function that we're going to add Podbean. all right yeah be sure to check us out follow us on there too yep and like um, I said, you can listen to us right now live yeah yeah so we can take calls soon. you can <laughs> yeah exactly listeners. you have questions we might we might be integrating this uh for our uh uh stardom sitting with questions on sunday um you know might might be able to catch catch one of us on here and you know ask some live questions so Yep, and we'll give you, you know, we'll talk to you. We'll give you a reason why we're picking these players over others. So Exactly. Love it. Well, all right. That, uh, so be sure to check out our website, Instagram, Facebook. Follow us on Podbean. We're all over the place. We'll be on YouTube soon. Yep. Um, hell yeah, check it out. But all right, so uh, it is, you know, about officially the midway point of the season. Let's go ahead. We're going to give you a quick midseason recap. Um, yeah. Some, some of my nice preseason takes that I want to call out. Uh, fantasy wise, Devonte Adams, I said would be the number one wideout this year. I drafted Devonte Adams over Michael Thomas, seventh overall. People laughed at me, but now look at what's happening. <laughs> Somebody laughed at you. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. So Devonte's a beast. I knew he'd have a big season. Uh, then it would be this big. No, but I'll take it. Yeah, so that was sure. one of one of my hot takes. You know, another one obviously Chase Edmonds better than Kenyon Drake. That's seeming to pan out. Drake obviously got hurt, but uh, Edmonds I think probably is ranked better right now. So yeah. uh, that's another yeah. good season long one I hit to uh, staying on that team. Uh, I said Kyler Murray is the quarterback to take after round five. Don't waste your time with Dak and Lamar. Uh, I did say you could take Mahomes if you wanted, but uh, Kyler after round five, and you know he appears to be the guy. Him Russell. And Mahomes, the top three guys, Russell yeah. and 
uh, Kyler. He could have got obviously a lot later than Mahomes, but yeah, Kyler Murray's putting up better stats than Lamar Jackson did last year. So, well, crazy. Yeah. Um, I also, you know, we also both of us advise you to stay away from these players. Um, this whatever the standard rankings had them all pretty high. The ESPN, Yahoo, whatever, PFF, um, Bleacher Report had all these guys ranked high. Aaron and I did not. We said stay away. Nick Chubb was the 10th overall ranked guy. Kenyon Drake, number 20. Lamar Jackson, number 31. James Conner, number 32. Odell Beckham Jr., 34. Amari, 35. Juju, 37. Mark Ingram, 49. These are all players that you were taking in the first four or five rounds yeah. that you are probably pissed about. You probably dropped half of them. You know, terrible. Obviously, some of them got hurt, which you hate to see. Amari was affected by injured quarterback, but even when he was healthy, you know, he was he was doing good, but a guy, CD Lamb, he could have taken ten rounds later, was doing just as good as Amari. So Exactly, especially with obviously with their quarterback issues to have there. So Yep. So, you know, can't urge you enough. Maybe next year you guys will listen to us. Uh, <laughs> Maybe next we year. Nailed, we haven't nailed everything. You know, I said David Johnson's a top ten running back. He's not doing bad, but uh you know, he's not top ten, but he's he's up there, he's consistent. Oh, for sure. He's definitely up there. But, you so know, you, you hit some, but as exactly. long as you hit more than you miss. So Exactly. Your your percentage has to be, you know, over 50%. <laughs> yep. There you go. And that's fantasy. Yeah. Fantasy, nobody knows everything. So, exactly. All right. Um, AT, yeah. you got some overperformers for us? Yeah, man. So, obviously, um, we got some overperformers every year. It happens. The guy you pick up, um, you know, first week or right after the draft and he leads to the fantasy championship. There's uh, three guys, actually four guys that I highlighted, George. Um, one guy is uh, James Robinson for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think anyone had him uh, as a draftable player this year. A lot of people were more on uh, uh, Armstead there, who's still battling with uh, COVID issues. Um, but James Robinson is leading that backfield for the Jacksonville Jaguars and probably leading a lot of people uh, on their fancy teams. Uh, another guy, quarterback, he started week two, Justin Herbert. Um, right now he's uh, right behind, I think, Mahomes as the most passing yards in the NFL. And uh, he's a lot of uh, – he's trending towards a top 10 QB um, every week. Um, he's finished um, around the top 10 or in the top 10 uh, every week. So he's definitely winning some people their leagues. Uh, Robbie Anderson, another guy that is out- outperforming. Uh, his early season projections. Um, a lot of people in that Carolina offense had DJ Moore or Curtis Samuel. They didn't have Robbie Anderson doing what he's doing. He only has one t- one touchdown on the year, which is pretty surprising if you think about it. Uh, but he's up there, um, number thirty four overall fantasy wise player right now, with only one touchdown, which is which is crazy to think about. Yeah, and that's a guy I know he was getting drafted like wide receiver number 50 or later yeah. if he was even getting drafted. If he was getting drafted, yeah. I was I was able to pick him up in my league, so I was pretty happy about that. Um, someone actually dropped him for the next player I'm going to highlight and the last player, Justin Jefferson. Um, I think we, we talked about we talked, him, talked about him pre, pre-draft. Yep, I said he'd be the best rookie wide out this year. People were high on Ruggs, Jerry Judy, who's actually been playing better lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- number 62 overall ranked player. He had a slow start to the season. Um, it's kind of cooled off a little bit um, recently here, but that's just a lot due to game flow um, or being shadowed by a good corner like Jair Alexander, like he was against the Packers. The Lions game got kind of got out of hand early, so he wasn't used uh, that often. 
Um, only had four targets the past two games, but I expect more targets to be coming up for him uh, later in the week. So that's it. Yeah. So yeah, right now the top fantasy players are in the league. To Mahomes is number one. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. Actually, you know that's no, oh, that's all players. Yeah. Um. So a lot of quarterbacks. Obviously, the top running back Alvin Kamara, Delvin Cook, and the top wide receiver is Tyree Kill. Yeah, then DK Metcalf, then Devontae Adams. So yeah, Devontae I mean, Adams I just, missed yeah, games yeah. and he's still up there. But uh, Travis Kelsey, we all knew that top tight end. <laughs> yep. So uh, surprise, yeah. Hawkinson, uh, top five right now. Oh well. Uh, as far as tight ends go, I believe uh, he's top five. Um, he's, he has uh, a lot of red zone targets, so that's what's keeping him up there. The touchdown totals. Um, he has one, two, three, four, five touchdowns on the year. So. Well, kudos to him. Yes, sir. We, we, he was one of our sleeper tight ends, too. So, Yeah. But all right. <clears throat> so uh, that's, those are some of the overperformers and just top performers. Uh, let's yeah. go into midseason awards. Who's your MVP so far? Uh, so I've, I've been going back and forth. Um, I think you're going to say the guy who I thought about saying, um, <laughs> which, yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say it. we might agree. I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. Um, a lot of people written him off this year, but <clears throat> he, he is 24 touchdowns, two picks on the year. Um, so he's been uh, leading the charge for that Packers offense. Um, kind of, kind of like a sticking to the, the organization for drafting uh, Jordan Love in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers. Uh, my bias vote goes to Aaron Rodgers as the MVP. Um, my realistic vote goes to Patrick Mahomes. Oh, okay. See, I was I was thinking about Patrick Mahomes, but I was like, uh, I don't know. The reason why I didn't say Patrick Mahomes, I'll say this, because people kind of expected he would be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but he's he's playing well. So, yeah. See, I think I would give it to Rodgers if he didn't lose to Minnesota, if he just had the one loss on his yeah on the year, but the bad loss to Minnesota. Mahomes also has a bad loss to the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, but, again, he's only got one loss on the year. Mm-hmm. He's got 27 total touchdowns. He's got 25 passing TDs, one interception, which is remarkable. It's crazy. 2,600 passing yards, which I think is top in, oh no, second in the league behind Matt Ryan. Yeah. So, you know, they're both doing great. You know, Russell Wilson obviously got to show him some love too. But, yeah, his uh, past two um, games haven't been bad. Haven't bad so. Yeah. Yep. But I'll give it to uh, Patrick Mahomes, realistically, but I do like Aaron Rodgers. What about defensive? Yeah, you got a defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year, I like Aaron Donald. Yeah, uh, the Rams defense is dominating. Obviously, there's more to that defense than just him. But no, he's he's he, he no he's he, he's that you know, defense. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> so you know, right now Rams are second in points per game allowed, fifth in rushing yards allowed a game, second in passing yards allowed a game, second in total yeah. yards allowed the fewest passing touchdowns and the second fewest rushing touchdowns. So yeah. they're top. Five and every pretty much besides takeaways. The only thing I'd like to see more out of the Rams is more takeaways, but uh, right now they don't need it. Yeah, and, I was gonna say you know, Aaron Donald. He's he, Aaron Donald is uh, he's beating like double teams. You know what I mean? Like he, I think he has the most beating double teams out of any player, and also some some teams. So he's he's you you can't you can't just double him. You need to have have three guys on him. So oh yeah, he's dominating. Yeah, that's he why I had to. Up, yeah, both of the game plan. Shout out to Miles Garrett. Uh, him and Donald lead the league with nine sacks. Miles Garrett's doing, keeping the Browns' defense good. Uh, he's pressuring the quarterback a lot. Uh, him and Donald both face those double teams pretty much all game. 
Yeah, they and they're both still producing. So shout out to him, but yeah, Aaron Donald run it. Yeah, that's why I had to. Uh, coach All of the year. Right. I'm, I'm gonna jump ahead and go coach of the year for Onya. Um, it's between two. It was, it was between two guys, uh, Matt Rule or um, Brian Flores. I'm gonna go with Brian Flores though. Um, yeah, same. He's he's definitely turned around that Miami's um, Dolphins team. Um, no one really expected the Dolphins defense to be as good as they are after trading Mika Fitzpatrick, but they're better than they were last year. Yep, he's done a great job. Uh, just the keeping that team competitive in the AFC East. Uh, not only competitive, they're five and three. They're you know trying to get to the playoffs. So yeah, good uh, good job, Brian Flores. And yep, that is my coach of the year as well. Yeah, Matt Rose doing a good job too. I don't want to discredit him coming straight out of college, and yep. he's doing pretty Dealing good with, with that injuries. team. Dealing with injuries, yeah. So, but yeah, I just went with Brian Flores. Same. All right, offensive player of the year. We're gonna have a different one here for sure. Who do you got? <laughs> oh, offense for offensive player of the year. Um, yep. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go. This is the award that normally goes to running backs or receivers. Um, I'm gonna go with Dalvin Cook. That's the way he's playing right now. The past two games. Um, have been just phenomenal. Obviously, against some against weaker opponents, or you know, the Packers defense is kind of mush right now against the run. But um, I expect him to keep it up as long as he can stay healthy and take away with that war. Because I think he's the number one. He's had the most rushing yards in the league. I think right now. Derrick Henry passed him last night. Oh, he, yeah. oh yeah, because well, he played last night. Yeah, but yeah. All right, I like that. Um, you know, Davin Cook, Alvin Kamara, both doing great. Uh, like you said, wideouts. Typically, our our quarterbacks also get it. I'm going to go wide out. So, Michael Thomas won it last year. Jerry Rice won it in '93. So, there's been few and far between, or few wideouts and far between. So, give me Devontae Adams. Oh yeah. So, yeah. he's missed two and a half games this year to injury. He had a bye week. He's still top ten in receiving yards and receptions. He has the second most receiving touchdowns. He has a 77 percent. Catch rate. He's getting double teamed a lot because the Packers really don't have any other wideouts to throw to. Uh, but he's still producing. Him and Aaron Rodgers are really making things happen in that offense. And, uh, you know, this is an unbiased. I still would give it to Devonta Adams. He's, you know, the best wide receiver this year. And like I said, on a team that all the attention that he draws, you know, they do have Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, two good playmakers at running back, and obviously yeah. Aaron Rodgers. But still, Devonta yeah. Adams making big, big plays at a wideout for a team that needs him to make big, big plays. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. <clears throat> uh, rookie. Let's go rookie uh, Rookie offensive player of the year. Obviously, you know my pick. I'm kind of biased on it. Uh, I see a lot of, um, you know, big publications saying Burrow just because of the body of work. But uh, I'm sorry. When you, Herbert has 17 passing touchdowns, five picks on the year, and top five in passing yards, and he missed one game. He didn't start week one. Uh, you you got to go with Herbert. Yeah, you compare him and Burrow's stats are, you know, again, Burrow's played one more game. He has about 100 more uh, passing yards, but only 11 TDs, five picks for Burrow versus Herbert's 17 and five. Herbert also has two rushing touchdowns, Burrow three, but uh, check this out. I'm going to give it to James Robinson, guy yeah. you mentioned earlier. Um, not getting the love I think he deserves in the offensive rookie of the year running. Yeah. He's on a crappy Jaguars team. He's... Nobody even, like you said, knew who he was fantasy-wise or knew who he was as a player before this year. He's got 800 total yards, seven touchdowns on the year for a team that really just sucks. So lone bright spot <laughs> for them. Uh, I like him as rookie of the year. I just want to be different as well because, I mean, Herbert is dominating. But uh, yeah. also, look out for Tua. So Tua, you know, he's 2-0 as a starter. If he keeps it up, 
he could take that. Uh, you know, if he finishes the year, you know what, a and three is a starter or something like that. He could be that rookie of the year. Yeah, he could. If he, yeah, um, I would say, I would say, uh, I, I had a, I had a hot take. Uh, I was talking to our boy C Cash at bowling on Monday, and that's I told him that uh, next five years, I think Herbert's be the best QB out of this draft class, and he called me crazy. But um, yeah, I mean. Because two, yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely got a good class. It kind of reminds you of that draft class with Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, and I heard something that uh, Herbert would be Philip Rivers of the draft class. I hope not. I mean, <laughs> uh, Herbert. I mean, Rivers. Rivers has 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 had a good career. He passed Dan Marino last night. I think for fifth all time passing yards. Yeah. Um, but just no Super Bowls. Just no Super Bowls. Barely. I think what one playoff win or something like that. And he had yeah, LT, Antonio Gates. I mean, he had some good players too, and he couldn't get it done. But he's a good Q- QB though. So, yeah, yeah, no, I think he's more. I think I think Herbert's more of more of Ben Roethlisberger of that class than anybody. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. Uh, Last def- thing I got here. Yep, defensive yeah. player, rookie of the year. Yeah, I, think I mean, we'll probably agree here. Yeah, it's Chase Young. I mean, he's, he hasn't. The stats aren't jumping out the window, but if the advanced stats are proven towards him. Yep, he's a you know difference maker on that Washington defense. He's got people afraid to play that Washington front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Chase Young as well. You know, shout out to Antoine Winfield Jr. on the Bucks. Yep, he's having a good year. Cornerback. Yep, having a good year. But uh, yeah, Chase Young. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So, oh, Super Bowl prediction. Last thing. Oh yeah, let's do that. Yeah, uh, you got. I got. I got the Chiefs to go back to the Super Bowl. I know. Uh, I think Losing they're just. Uh, no, beating the Packers. Oh, wow, look at that. We got the same matchup but different result. Oh, really? Well see, I was yep. so so I think I think the Chiefs have an easier path to the championship. Yeah. Um, but the Packers have a tougher road to go because they have the Saints and the Buccaneers to get through in my opinion. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discount the Rams either. Both those teams both those teams I named from the Packers or not Packers to Bucks and the Saints have really good defenses, um, so the Packers are going to have to figure out what they're going to do next time they play the Bucks because the first time they played them, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in the AFC, you got Chiefs, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Baltimore, the Colts, Titans. So you got some good teams too. I mean, it's going to be yeah drawn up to be a real good uh, postseason. And you know, who knows with COVID if there's some. Postponements and maybe extra teams in there. So I think this year, do we have seven teams seven, in each seventeen division? Yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah, seventeen each division. Yeah, so, the, so only, only the, the only top, the top two teams buy. or the top first in these uh, conference get to buy. Yeah, yeah, two buys. So yeah. that's different. We'll see how it shakes out, and uh, it's going to bring a real exciting postseason. But shoot, we're not there. We still got half the year left. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, I got Packers. Aaron's got Chiefs. We got them playing each other in the Super Bowl. So let's yeah. see. All right, go pet go. Closing on that. So that uh, wraps up our midseason uh, kind of recap. So yep. let's go over some Week Ten football news. Um, I've given up. I'm done doing the COVID news. If a game yes, is postponed, if a game's in risk of getting postponed, we'll talk about it. For now, <laughs> yeah, COVID it's hitting everybody, yeah. coaches, players. So uh, too much to cover. But yeah, hitting no coaches, games, players, hopefully get postponed. Staff we'll members, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, fantasy news. So, Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde, both did not practice again. Uh, look for DJ Dallas uh, to take the bell cow of the carries and Travis Homer to spell him again. 
Um, Austin Eckler, some positive news. He's seen sprinting in practice, full speed. He should be back soon, possibly week 11. We'll see. Um, some also note Justin Jackson did not practice Thursday. I don't think he's going to play, but we'll no, see, they're going to you know. give him a, another rest rest week because last week, you know, I had him in my DFS and I didn't know that he wasn't going to play. No one, no one ever said that. So, yeah. <laughs> so got your ass. Yep. Um, Kenny Galladay did not practice again. He's probably out. Uh, another thing that's alarming: T.J. Hawkinson did not practice Thursday yeah. with a toe injury. Toe injury, yeah. Yeah, Galladay, I'd say, is probably out again. Hawkinson, we'll have to see what happens today. But uh, yeah. that'd be huge, huge hit to the Lions offense if both of them are out. Yeah. 49ers, Debo, Samuel, Tevin Coleman, both did not practice. Both probably out again. Raheem Mostert's already been ruled out. So except the Niners to kind of go out with the same uh, look. I think they got Ayuk back, which mm-hmm. is good. So, uh, but obviously Kittle's. On IR, but still that 49ers offense is a mess. They got a big matchup this week versus the Saints, but uh, I don't think it's going to be very big or competitive based no. on their injuries. Speaking of Saints, Michael Thomas limited practice again. He will play. Uh, look for him to have a better week last week, depending on the game flow. If they come out on top and you know kind of hang a 30 spot on the Niners, uh, he probably might not do that good again. Yeah. But it'll still, you know, I think look for him to get his first touchdown of the year. Denver Broncos, Tim Patrick's, Jerry Judy were limited in practice. Uh, Noah Fant, full participant. All three of them should play, and uh, Denver needs all the help they can get on offense. They play the Raiders. Uh, Look for a nice high-scoring game there. Yeah, Kenyon Drake, another limited practice for the Cardinals. I'm hoping he doesn't play so Chase Edmonds can have a nice bounce-back game. Even if Drake plays, I think Edmonds will still do work, but... Uh, look out for that. Keep your eye on that for DFS purposes. If Drake is in, Edmonds may not be as a sexy of a play at, I think, 6300 bucks. Yeah. Um, DJ Chark, non-coronavirus illness, uh, did not practice Thursday. I feel like he hasn't practiced a lot this year and still played, so I'm hoping Chark can get out there for the Jags. They need all the help they can get, even though they do play the Packers. Yeah. Um, something on the Packers, Jair Alexander did not practice with that concussion, so... If Jair is out and Chark is in, look for Chark yep. to have a big game. Yeah, precursor, yeah. <laughs> yep, so watch out for that. Not looking forward to it if that's the case. But uh, anyways, Cleveland, uh, Austin Hooper's back practicing in full. He will play this week. Nick Chubb has practiced uh, all week. Uh, he practiced again without a knee brace. Look for him to be activated off IR uh, if he has a good day of practice today and no setbacks. Yeah. Um, another guy who's practicing, returning from injury, Miles Sanders. Uh, he's fully healthy. He's not even on the injury report. They had a bye week last week. Miles Sanders is practicing, so and will play. That's good news for me. I just traded. Um, I just traded away one of my running backs. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you need him. As do many other owners. So uh, a couple did not practice. Uh, key first round running backs: Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon. Expect them both to be out this week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can get, both, get them both back next week. And McCaffrey said he probably will be back next week. Mixon, you know, you haven't heard much. They had a bye week last week. You were hoping he'd be able to get back, but still not looking that way. No. A couple other did not practice uh, concussions here. David Montgomery, David Johnson. Looking very, very likely that David Johnson will not play, and Duke Johnson's going to start uh, for that team. David Montgomery does play Monday, so uh, Aaron Robinson last week got cleared in a week. So look for Montgomery, you know. Obviously, he'll have to get cleared, but uh, extra day may help him out, and he may play. Yeah, I think I think he's going to play. That's, yeah, that's we'll my see. I need him, so I got him at running back. So, <laughs> uh, Mark Ingram did not practice Thursday. I expect him to miss his game. 
Devonta Freeman re-aggravated his ankle injury on the Giants. He was practicing, not practicing today, so Freeman is out. Whew! All right, and some non-injury, uh, yeah, non-injury news. Uh, Lamar Jackson saying that the defenses are calling out their plays before they run it. That's a big, big problem. Yeah, so, but he should be—he should be smart enough to recognize that and yeah, and change I mean, it up. Yeah, he's, you know, he says teams are just attacking the play, and that's why you got Lamar running around for his life. Uh, I want to see they got to do something to stop that. Obviously, you know that offense should be clicking. It was mm-hmm. explosive last year. Yeah, I think they, they probably averaged over 200 rushing yards a game last year. So yeah, their the offense looked, looked a lot better last year than it does this year. Obviously, oh yeah. So. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. And, uh, nope, Ravens don't got a bye week. Who the heck did the Ravens got this week? The Ravens? Patriots. Ooh, Sunday night football. So Yeah, I was going to say that. I think they play Sunday night. Yeah, they need, you know, you don't want Belichick knowing your plays. Otherwise, you will not make it pretty for you. <laughs> All right. That wraps up the news portion. DFS. Give me a quarterback. Who you got here? All right. So, this week, I'm going to hit you, uh, hit you with two quarterbacks like I always do, obviously. Herbert's um, one of them. We know. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to play Herbert this week. Um, <laughs> uh, I might if I can fit him in. <laughs> uh, Drew Locke. So, all right. So Drew Locke is coming in at 5,500 bucks. I called him out last week, so he's a little more expensive than he was uh, last week, 300 dollars more. But he's playing pretty hot right now. And uh, one thing to note is that the Raiders don't blitz, and Locke is terrible when he's blitz. Um, so the fact that the Raiders don't blitz is going to be cause for cause for concern for the, for the Raiders, and they give up the Raiders give up the I think the tenth most passing uh, or quarterback points uh, fantasy wise. So um, I'm gonna lock and lock this week. Yeah, and something to note: uh, Jerry Judy the last two games, 396 air yards and 24 targets, which uh, lead the NFL during that time. No other yeah. wideout has been that close to the you know that kind of stats besides Calvin Ridley. Uh, week two and three with 309, 399 air yards and 22 targets. So Judy's really been getting it going. Look for that, uh, especially if they're not blitzing. Look for them two to kind of go off. I like that. I mean, yeah, I was say, when do you get your uh, stash from? Because uh, that's, that's something I was going to say about Jerry Judy. <laughs> nice. There you go. Um, give me Jared Goff. He's 6,500 versus Seahawks. Um, Seattle's allowed 23 points, over 23 points, six of eight games. Only quarterbacks are held below. Nick Mullins, Kirk Cousins both suck. So, uh, I think Jared Goff coming off the bye week. You kind of saw him last uh, two weeks ago against the Dolphins, not looking that good. Uh, give me Jared Goff. Okay, yeah, not not uh, not a terrible pick. It, pretty much anyone that plays the Seahawks right now, I'm going to be looking to target them. Um, yeah, quarterback I'm gonna, uh, for sure. Yeah, quarterback for sure. Uh, Josh Allen, seventy five hundred bucks, um, going up against the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals run a heavy man scheme, and Josh Allen kills man's, uh, man-to-man coverage. Um, I think he, I think what is it, nine point yards attempt when he's when he's facing man. So, um, yeah. So give me give me Josh Allen this week. All right, uh, I'll take Tua Tua Gailoa, whatever his name is. <laughs> Tua Tonga Bailoa. <laughs> Fifty six hundred bucks playing the Chargers. Chargers D, you know, they've been getting a lot of shootouts. Their defense is injured. Um, look for that to be a nice high-scoring game. I think Tua will have another good game and get them the win. And, you know, that's two rookie quarterbacks, I think. Second week in a row, right? Herbert played a rookie? Yeah, Herbert last week. Last week, or uh, no. The week before, Herbert played Locke in Denver. 
And whatever. Oh, well. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, played, yeah, yeah, yeah. I messed up. You're good. You're oh, good. Two will yeah. play Kyler. Maybe that's what I don't. Forget. That's what you're thinking. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yeah, but yeah. Kyler, no, this is his second year. Um, I was just, but, but I, I, I don't, I don't mind that pick at all. Like you said, the Chargers defense, they just traded away, um, one of the best cover corners uh, to the to the Titans. So, yeah, um, yeah, they're a little look, look a little thin on defense. So two, uh, I'm for sure going to our golf at quarterback. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I see what your line looks back. like. Yeah, running back. Uh, JD McKissick going up against the Lions, forty nine hundred bucks. Um, I know a lot of people are going to be penciling in Antonio Gibson in this role, but uh, M- JD McKissick, the first six games ran ten percent of his ten uh, percent of the, his snaps lined up in the in the slot. Now he's up to thirty eight percent, and adding in uh, Alex Smith. Uh, now that he's quarterback, he likes to drop off uh, or check down a lot. So get, when I see you um, passing downs, I expect McKissick to be out there. He had 14 targets last week, um, which was a career high. So I expect a, a lot of targets for him. Yeah, and see, the thing with that, they were down last week to the Giants. Comeback mode, uh, I think Alex Smith had 300 passing yards in half the game or something. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be that kind of game flow again. For that reason, I like Antonio Gibson this week. Versa lines, fifty six hundred bucks. Uh he's got a touchdown in five of eight games. And Detroit, if you look at their last three games, Dalvin Cook thirty nine points. The Colts allowed Hines and Wilkins both to go over twenty points. Todd Gurley twenty two points. So maybe both expect both these guys to have big games. Yeah. I, I do, I'll take I do Gibson over McKissick. Yeah, just for the money wise I went I went McKissick and I I, yeah. I actually think the Lions will do a lot better this week. Um and be up a little more because uh, Washington's offense isn't, isn't that good. So I, I expect the Lions to at least take advantage a couple of times. Uh, running back, I like this. For Lions expectations, huh? Uh, yeah, I should throw that in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> James Robinson this week, uh, we just mentioned him, 6600 bucks going up against Green Bay. Um, this is He's cheaper than he was the last time we saw him. Uh, he was 7000 bucks. So this week going up $6,600. Uh, this defense got minced by Dalvin Cook earlier this year. Um, obviously, James Robinson is not Dalvin Cook, but I, I expect him to at least get me 20 points in this matchup. Yeah, Green Bay's run defense isn't good, but uh, I think game flow will get James Robinson out, and you know he'll probably be used as a primary receiver. Yeah. Another running back I like, Miles Sanders. Haven't seen him in a couple weeks versus the Giants, 6400 bucks. Um, Giants are 24th ranked versus the running back. I think Miles Sanders will have a big game. Uh Especially, you know, he's had that bye week to recover. Uh, they've been pretty cautious with him. I think Sanders is going to have a real big game versus the Giants here. Well, I'm surprised you said Miles Sanders. You hate Miles Sanders. Yeah, I'm not, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't say you hate him. Love, hate. Love, love, hate with him. So. I got you. I got but, you. You know, six, four hundred bucks is a good value. So. All right. Um, All right give me two wideouts. I'm going to give you two wideouts. So you. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say Jerry Judy now because you you said some of the stats that I had on Jerry Judy about his air yards. He's coming in at fifty six hundred bucks against Vegas. Vegas is not good against man. Uh, Jay, uh, Jerry Judy has been used as a as, as a deep threat a lot. He's gonna show that the the Raiders messed up by taking Henry Ruggs over him. Because Jerry Judy, I think he's he's the best rookie route runner. I know Justin Jefferson has the highest rookie wide receiver grade. But Jerry Judy runs some crisp routes and he looks to be healthy. Or not, he's not all the way healthy, but um, those almost 400 air yards the past two weeks are insane. So, All right, who else we got? Oh, you're going to go? Oh, yeah, because, yeah, all right. 
Uh, I got Keenan Allen, George, coming in at $7,100. Um, Herbert has been dealing in a turn. Keenan Allen has been dealing. Um, they're going against Miami. I don't. I couldn't tell you who. Oh, no, Miami has Byron Jones, I think, is their cornerback. But it doesn't matter. The past three weeks, we, uh, Keenan Allen has played. He's put up to uh, 20 points plus. So give me Keenan Allen. All right, yeah, I I thought about saying Keenan Allen, but uh, I was ninety nine percent certain you would say him. Um, <laughs> I like Robert Woods, so I'm pairing up Robert Woods with Jared Goff, playing the Seahawks again. Just Seahawks, you know, they get in high scoring games. Uh, their defense isn't they got playmakers on defense, but they're not that good, uh, and definitely getting shredded through the air. So give me Robert Woods, sixty six hundred bucks versus the Seahawks. Another wideout I love, uh, Jarvis Landry this week versus Houston, coming in at $5,900. Um, if you look at the last four games for Houston, they have played DJ Chark, Devonta Adams, A.J. Brown, Adam Thielen. Those four games, those four wideouts have 33 catches, 512 yards, six touchdowns. So that's wow. about eight catches a game, 120 yards, and one and a half touchdowns allowed. So. Look for Jarvis Landry to have a big game, uh, and I think what will be a high-scoring game versus the Texans. Okay, yeah, um, that's some crazy stats right there. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna switch over to tight end, George. I'm gonna go uh, Dallas Goddard going up against the G Man this week. Um, Dallas Goddard coming in at forty-two hundred bucks. He had a dud of a game against Dallas the last time we saw him. Uh, I expect the Philly offense to look a lot better this week, getting Miles Sanders in. Um, the Giants have been playing better, but Philly targets the tight ends a lot. So tight ends is pretty pretty low end this week. It just you know Travis Kelsey is not playing this week, and obviously yeah. um, uh, Kittle was hurt. So you know there's a lot of value in a tight end spot right now. You know, but I think the the most bang for your buck is going to be Dallas Goddard at 4200. Yeah, well, look out, New York's defense is kind of sleepy good. Yeah, sleepy good, but they still. Yeah, they're they're not terrible against. I thought about him or another guy. I don't know if, if you're going to name this guy or not, so I'm going to wait on it. But I like him for the value. Who are you going to name? Name him. My boy Evan Ingram. Okay, yeah. See, see, that, that's exactly why I didn't put him in there because I, I figured you would. If I was ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure you're going to say oh, Evan Ingram. I'm on this guy every week. <laughs> uh, Forty five hundred bucks versus Philly. Uh, the last three games, twenty nine targets. They're trying to get him the ball. He's got some rushing attempts. I think in each game. Uh, he had six for 46 against Philly two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not great, but uh, look for him to improve on that. He's got two touchdowns on the year. Uh, I'm guaranteeing a touchdown this week for Evan Ingram. Put oh, it on the hot takes. All right, put it on there. Guaranteeing. <laughs> I'm pretty, he's, he's burned me four times maybe this year in the hot takes. That's funny. This is the week he finally that's... pays off. Hopefully, hopefully for you. Uh, yeah. Should we go must um, own player or defense first? Uh, we'll throw a defense out there. All right. We might defense, have the same one. Yeah, I mean, the defense I like this week, I mean, the Lions at 2600 bucks. Crazy for me to say the Lions. But I don't think Alex Smith is ready ready to be a starting quarterback in the league. I know he had 300 passing yards last week, but he does a lot of checkdowns. Um, and the Lions get beat deep. And I don't expect him to push the ball down the field. So I'm going to go with the Lions at 2600 bucks. I think they'll probably get a couple sacks and – Limited to like under seventeen points this week, so 
All right, we'll see. We definitely do not have the same defense because <laughs> I won't take the Lions' defense at all this year. Uh, okay. Give me the Bengals, though. Yeah, surprise. Yeah, I talk shit about the Lions' D and then go Bengals. Yeah, right. Uh, Bengals, 2100 bucks versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Big Ben is beat up. He will play, but uh, look for Bengals to kind of make some noise, maybe get – hopefully, I mean, you know, if they get five points, I'm happy because they're only 2100 bucks. So yeah, exactly. look for the Bengals to be a good, cheap option. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't hate that. Twenty one hundred bucks. Especially, you know, I mean there is a chance Big Bang won't play though. You know what I mean? Like there's a chance yeah, that Mason Rudolph might Tomlin be out said there. He's playing, but I mean you never know. Yeah. COVID, you never man. Know, but... You never know with COVID. Yeah. Um Mustone player. All right, yeah. so I, I had two guys. I don't know if you're gonna say this guy or not, but or I'd, I have a feeling you're gonna say my other guy, so I'm gonna go with this guy. Uh I'm gonna pair him up if I put Josh Allen as my quarterback, I'm gonna pair him up with uh Stefan Diggs, um, for the same reasons I mentioned, uh, the Cardinals play a lot of man, and Diggs uh, only averages 7.8 yards per target in zone, but then against man, it jumps up to 9.9. Um, and then whenever he's uh, going up against a, a man-to-man coverage, he's targeted 32% of the team's target. So 7500 bucks for Stefan Diggs going up against the Cardinals. Who's the other guy you wanted to say? Uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, neither of those guys for me. My Mustang guy, I said him last week. He didn't do great. He wasn't my Mustang, but he was just a wide out to take. Give me Allen Robinson, seventh grand versus Minnesota. Um, if the Bears want to win, they got to get him the rock. I think the Vikings will be up in this game, so the Bears will have to come from behind. Minnesota's last four games, they played Detroit last week uh, without Kenny Galladay. The three games before that, Devontae Adams, three touchdowns. Julio Jones, two touchdowns. DK Metcalf, two touchdowns. So I think Allen Robinson can get multiple touchdowns. I think, you know, he's he's on those wideouts levels. So look for Allen Robinson to have a huge game versus that weak Vikings secondary. Yeah, I'm still surprised that the Bears um... – haven't made the switch back to Mr. Trubisky. I guess Trubisky's hurt, but Foles have not, has not been good. That's probably the only reason why I didn't pencil in Robinson. But then again, Robinson has, has been eating whatever quarterback's been back there. So Yeah. You know, you saw his targets go up real high. You know, when Foles first came in, they've kind of trickled down, hoping they can get back up in the 15-target range. And if they do, he will have a monster game. Yeah, okay, I, I can see give that. Any, give any wide up 15 targets, he'll have a big game. But exactly. we'll see. All right. All right. So that wraps up our DFS portion. NFL picks. I gained another game on Aaron last week. Uh, got 83 wins on the year. Aaron has 85. Uh, let's go ahead and start off. We both had the Tennessee Titans last night. Take the nice L. To the took, a nice, took a nice L. Nice, nice fat L. Man, oh, man. Yep. So, all right. Uh, Houston at Cleveland. Whew. I think this one is going to be a real good game. <sighs> Cleveland coming off the bye week. Give me Houston. H-Town. What it do? Actually, what up, though? <laughs> I think it's time what to do, yeah. Um, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't want to pick this game. Give me Houston. I'm going to just go All with right. Houston. I think they're better. Uh, Detroit against Washington. I already said I was going to Detroit, so give me Detroit. All right, I'll take the football team. I always want to say the Redskins. Give me the football team. <laughs> Jags, uh, Packers, we know what it is, baby. Go, Pack, go. I mean, yeah, hopefully Pack don't burn me again, so give me the Packers. Um, Giants uh, at home against uh, the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles get Miles Sanders back. I think their offense looks a little better with him in there. Um, Alshon Jeffrey might get in a couple plays too, I think. So give me Philly. 
Yeah, I've been burned by the Giants too many times. They only beat their football team this year twice. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, Tampa Bay at Carolina. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, that's the, that's the only time you gain a game on me both times you, you picked <laughs> the <Yeah>. Giants. <laughs> so there we go. I'm done with them for now. <laughs> uh, Tampa at Carolina. Give me Tampa. If McCaffrey was in, I probably would take Carolina. But Tampa Bay's run defense, their defense, too good. I think that's what gets them the dub here. Yeah, give me Tampa as well. One more thing to note. I actually had Mike Davis in my uh, daily fantasy because he was coming in at four grand earlier in the week. But DraftKings changed his value, which is weird. They never do that. They changed him all the way yeah, back up to six grand. So I, I didn't put him in there. So yeah, but give me Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the shootout: Vegas versus Denver. Uh, Denver. Denver's uh, playing with fire. Um, give me Vegas. Uh, I want to take Denver, but give me <laughs> Vegas. They're playing with fire. You just said it. Yeah, they're, they're playing with fire because they had uh, two. I don't know, man. It's a tough game to pick. It's a rivalry game, but I think Vegas, for some reason, like I don't think Vegas is good, but I think they'll win this game. You know what I mean? Like Derek Carr was yeah. supposed to have like all these yards last week. What did he throw under for 200 yards again? Yeah. So, I mean, I want to pick Denver so bad, but I don't want to lose another game. So give me Vegas. <laughs> all right. I got Vegas too. Kind of talk you into it. Nah, Chargers at Miami. Dolphins is where we will differ. I'll take the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the Chargers. I think this is Anthony Lynn. This is a must-win game for him. He's in he's in the cusp of being fired. And I like Anthony Lynn as a coach, but you can't keep blowing leads. So, but this is the yeah. game they win. Give me the Chargers. Um, Buffalo at Arizona. Give me Buffalo. I think, uh, like I said, Arizona plays too much man man coverage, and that's the same thing Seattle did. And look at having that game. So, dang, I was. Thinking I'd be able to make another game on you there. I'll take the Bills as well. They had a nice game plan last week versus Russell Wilson. That defense is good. I think they'll be able to uh, not lock down Kyler, but slow him down enough to get the win. Yeah. So Seahawks at Rams. Give me the Rams. Uh, give me the Seahawks. I think they figure it out this week. Um, I think Russell Wilson takes better care of the ball this week, and they and they prevail. Uh, San Francisco, New Orleans. Give me New Orleans. Too many injuries for San Fran. Yeah, Saints. Oh, when the Saints come marching in. Bengals at Pittsburgh. Oh, I think this is going to be a close, you know, one of those AFC North, what do they call it, black and blue? Yeah, for sure. This is a black and blue game. Yep, so give me Pittsburgh. Yeah, give me Pittsburgh as well. I can't pick Cincy. Uh, Pittsburgh defense is too good. I think I think then last time they played, it was a, it was a rainstorm, I think it was. Yeah, they probably like tied. Who knows? No, they didn't tie. No, I'm talking about it was this year, wasn't it? Oh no, that was that oh. was uh no, that wasn't this year. That was that was Ravens against um Bengals and Lombero looked bad. But yeah, give me Pittsburgh. New England's Baltimore. Uh give me Baltimore. I think the the offense figures it out against New England. Uh closer game than people expect, but I don't think Cam is that good, so give me Baltimore. All right, I'll take Baltimore as well. Uh I do think, yeah, like you said, it's gonna be a close game, but Baltimore needs to win to kind of stay at the uh, first, try to catch Pittsburgh. Second, yep. is, you know, key, stay in touch with those top teams in the AFC, like Buffalo and Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota and Chicago, the Bears suck. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, the Bears do suck, but I think they win this week. Give me Chicago. All right. I like it. We got four games different. I hopefully will take the lead on you this week. We'll see. You probably will. All right, so uh, hot takes. Last week, we sucked with our hot takes. I think we missed them all. I don't even want to go back and look at them or name them, so I won't. Uh, <laughs> I already named the one. I'll just stick to that. Evan Ingram will score a touchdown this week. You're, you're still in that Evan Ingram train, huh? 
Yep. Hopefully that works out for you, George. Um, this week, I expect uh, I expect Justin Herbert to be QB one this week against Miami. Oh, wow. He burned yeah. it last week. He said to be top three. He was number ten. So yeah, well, expect, I'm I'm gonna jump back on it and give me Q, I, if maybe if they catch one of those touchdowns at the end of the game, maybe he'll be he would have been top three. Just saying. Yeah. Whatever you say, top one. So number one quarterback. Yeah, be number one quarterback this week. Yep. All right, we will see. All right, folks. Well, that just about wraps us up. Uh, be sure to check us out uh, the Gridiron Guide Facebook, Instagram. Check out our website. Check us out on Podbean, Podbean, whatever the hell that is. Uh, but check it out. Live recordings and such. Uh, that does it. Peace. <laughs>